Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. As I was saying earlier in the opening talk, we're here fundamentally to be here. What, what do I mean by that? What, what do I mean by we're f- here fundamentally to just be here? What I'm talking about and referring to is really the realm of freedom where you're not caught in being who you think you are. You're not caught in the conditioning of your past. You're not caught in the hopes and fears of your future but you're actually simply open, conscious beingness, having a human experience. That's where we get so mixed up on the path, so-called path, is really in what is our perspective being human? And how does that transform and interface with awakening? From my work and own ongoing learning and discovery, I think it's the most important question. You may achieve the summit of samadhi. Okay. Nice. Now what? Are you going to live a self-centered life up on top of your mountain? So you can just not suffer anymore? Is that what it's really about? Or do you realize when you start to open, which you all are and have, that there's something much more incomprehensible that's actually happening in this transformation of being. The transformation of being from an identified survival mechanism, human being, to a truly liberated human being. If you think of it in terms of getting from point A, suffering, to point B, freedom, 
that can be very limited. And it can be very discouraging. Can't it? Do you know what I mean? Because we, th- we doubt and question what's really going on. And that's why I really wanted today's theme to be about trust, profound trust, deep trust. Because I think it's uh, something that we often don't even know what that is. Because on a human level, on a personal survival level, do we really, can we really trust completely? On an ego, do egos really trust? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not possible. Uh, <laughs> people say, oh, I really should forgive. I really, I need to forgive. I go, yeah, but true forgiveness and trust at the level that I'd like to speak about is on this, in this other realm of our true self. Because on a personal level, where there's trust, there's doubt. There just is. Where there's love, there's fear. Because you might get hurt. You open and it's threat, it's, you're vulnerable. Somebody might disappoint you or rip you off or abuse you, take advantage of you. We've, most of us had that happen. But there is a realm of trust that doesn't have the opposite of doubt. And that's the realm of openness, of freedom, of liberation. So we, we describe this realm of openness in many, many, many ways, depending on your human perceptual field in the moment. So it might just be equanimity. It might be freedom from all reactivity. It might be loving kindness. It might be joy or connectedness or bliss. Or it might be just profound trust. Those are all descriptions of this Realm, realm isn't even the right word because that almost implies a boundary. This realmless realm of our being, which is infinite, infinite. It's omnipresent. It's everywhere all the time. And that's why when you're tuned in there, you feel the connectedness. You feel the trans, what we call the transmission, the shakti, whatever you want to call it, the power of presence. Even if we're on a Skype call or an online satsang, people all around the world can feel that energy. Well, how is that possible? Our human minds try to come up with some kind of explanation. (laughs) 
human, we need to be, you know, we need to know, we need to be right, we need to have an explanation, we need to have a meaning, because that's all about survival. But as you move more and more into your true nature, you live in spacious awareness that has no concepts about what's happening, has no beliefs about what's happening. It's free of that. Freedom is freedom. There's no fetters, as they used to say. There's nothing holding you back. And there's a lightness and an openness and an extraordinary fulfillment right now, regardless of where you are, what you're doing, what's happening, what your circumstances are, what hasn't gotten done, what's never going to get done, what's never going to get fixed. <laughs> All of the human imperfections are just not a problem when you're seeing from your true self. However, it's not that you're ignorant. It's not that there's ignorance of the human condition. It's just the realm of no self is literally that. It doesn't have an agenda. It doesn't have an opinion. It doesn't have a judgment. There is no attachment. It has no beliefs. It has no religion. Freedom is beyond religion, way beyond. And you are that. It's already what you are in every atom of every cell of your body. It's the truth of every thought and every feeling and every sensation that you have. It's in every breath. It is not separate from the relative self. That's what's impossible to understand from the relative perspective. That's why the Zen guys basically had you sit and not talk and face the wall, and when you made trouble, they just hit you on the head with a stick. <laughs> or told you to go back and wash your bowl or something. How is it possible to trust the wisdom of your life force? You already do. You just don't know it. You already do in infinite numbers of ways. Just think about it. Do you worry about whether you're going to be able to breathe? Well, if, if you have a breathing problem, you do. If you need an oxygen tank or an iron lung or something, yeah, then you do worry about that. But most people trust. Now, I told the story that when I was a kid, all of a sudden, I got really scared about going to sleep. And I went to my mom and told her, what if I forget how to breathe? <laughs> I don't remember what she said. 
But there is this fear, like, what if, what if I forget how to breathe? So what breathes? What moves the blood through your veins? What digests the food? What is that? Thank you. It's the presence of infinite life force. And so you are almost completely as a human being trusting already. You just didn't know it. Why? Because you're caught in thinking, trying to understand, trying to solve problems, trying to be happy. All of which are perfectly fine endeavors. Not a problem. But since you're here, something else is happening for you. Rather than just basic survival and problem solving. And competing and winning and, you know, all that stuff. You're actually opening and learning to be available. What does that mean? In fact, almost synonymous. Learning available. They're they're the same word. You can't learn if you're not available. If you have a preconceived idea about what's happening, you're not learning. You're not even listening. So if you think you know what's happening, that's already a resistance to what is. Because in the realm of freedom, there is no one who knows anything. So if you look more closely at the one who wants to know, you'll just feel, because that's ego, you'll just feel the fear, the insecurity of not knowing, right? You'll get to a more human, fundamental realm, which is where what I call the human work of healing, of allowing the natural movement of fear, insecurity, to shift out of your body. And then your mind will get quiet. The only time our mind is compulsively running on something, compulsive thinking, is that there's something underneath there that has not been felt. That I don't mean not have not been felt, it hasn't the energy of the emotion hasn't really circulated and released. It isn't just feeling feelings. That can be very superficial and doesn't do anything for healing. No, 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 no. Don't misunderstand that. No, it's allowing the energy of that feeling to move without any thought interfering with it, without any belief or judgment interfering with it. That can't be there. Otherwise, it won't do what it needs to do. It knows what to do, just like your blood, just like your breath and everything. Your life force knows what it's doing. So we have, most of us have to learn, have to learn how to 
allow the healing uh, and circulation of emotion to happen. Now, some people have that ability, but most of us have to learn it because we have learned to shut it down. We have learned to block and push away what we don't want to feel. Why? Because it's uncomfortable, because we don't like it. I get that. It's not appropriate. You can't say, you know, FY to your boss if you still want to keep your job. <laughs> Unless you've got a very cool boss. <laughs> you could say it to me anytime you want. <laughs> I think it's a healthy thing to say to somebody like me. If they can't take it, run. If they take it personally, you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm always appalled when I hear about people who've had teachers who weren't allowed to be questioned. That's seriously dangerous. <laughs> I'm just like you. We're no different. I'm learning and growing and becoming more sensitive, and it's amazing. And it's so beautiful to be a part of your journey. I cannot tell you how grateful and fulfilling it is on a human level to be with so many people who are authentically finding the truth and having it transform them. And to be able to witness this in so many people with how it, their lives are changing, it's extraordinary. I'm glad I devoted my whole life to it. I mean, I, I questioned that for a long time. <laughs> like, what the hell am I doing? Or as my grandmother said to me way back in my 20s, what kind of a living is the Zen Center? <laughs> She was very practical. She was, she really, she had what they used to call common sense. And uh, that's what we need more of. So when you're allowing this presence, if it comes into the foreground, and you're not in the way of it, that is trust. That is love. That is generosity. Because it's only when you give fully of yourself, and I don't mean ego self, even though that's different, only when you give fully do you receive. And that's why freedom is the realm of connection. There is no separation. And even though I may be looking at you right now, I feel you because we aren't separate, even though I may not know you. That doesn't matter because we are one. That's not some groovy sort of West Coast, 
you know, platitude. I mean, it might be. <laughs> but that's just some phony slogan. No, it's the truth when you're plugged in. It's a description. It's beautiful when you feel that. It's what we all long for as human beings, is to feel loved and to give love. There's nothing that's more important than that. Nothing. You know, you, you'll know that if you don't. It, you will find that out to be true if you don't know it already. Especially when those you love dearly leave. Or when you're incredibly sick and you can't do anything but be taken care of. Then you'll know. Because the ones who are taking care of you and loving you, you realize there's nothing more important. Not what you did in your life or what you accomplished or and all that stuff, but that's what's important. And so much human craziness is about trying to get love, trying to be appreciated, cared for, seen, all of that, all that we didn't get because whoever we grew up with was not capable of it, right? And so those wounds, those scars are the work we get to do. And most of us have a lot of work to do. I had a lot of work to do. There's no shame or blame in that. You don't have to heal at all to become free. Not at all. But just make sure that when you awaken and truly move into presence, that you don't leave your human in the closet. Don't have the phony belief that now you're a perfect human being, because you ain't. <laughs> but you're powerful, and you have energy, and you have presence, so you need to be more conscious and more considerate and more respectful of who you are in the world because you're affecting other people profoundly. So that's when you really want to work on yourself and be honest about when you're screwing up, hurting others or whatever, doing unconscious behavior. Like somehow when you become realized you're not capable of being unconscious, that's not true because you're still a human being. And human beings are just not fully conscious. They're just, we're not, it's not possible. <laughs> the only way you can be human is to be f mostly unconscious. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't get out the door. You wouldn't be able to turn the key in the car. You wouldn't be able to do much. Why do you do all, it's all unconscious. So, that's why you learn to forgive yourself. You learn to have an attitude, a perspective that really has a balanced understanding. So you can be radiant and incredibly beautiful as a being and loving and still 
learning and growing and evolving as a human being. Now, isn't that, doesn't that sound like a, like you can go with that one? What do you think? No, 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 I want to be a perfect human being. No, this is the wrong class. Why did I sign up for this? I'm getting out of here. That's not what, you know, that's not what I believed. You don't have to worry about what you believed. You know why? Because the truth will set you free, and then you'll know. The wisdom of the truth is what you are, and as you truly, authentically align with that, you'll see all the bullshit that you believed, and you'll drop it, because it's not useful anymore. You might even completely forget it, not even know you had it. That's probably more like it. You'll actually just be right here, taking care of yourself, however difficult that might be, right? Oh, that's a lot of our job is to take care of ourselves and to take care of each other and hopefully take care of the planet.